I welcome you to Central Moment. As we begin this month of February, of course, it's the Relationship Month. It's Valentine's Month. And next week, uh, three of the ladies from our pastoral team will be walking through the Song of Solomon, the Song of Songs, uh, during Valentine's Week. But this week, I'd like to talk to you about relationships. And welcome, whether you're joining us on YouTube or Facebook or our podcast channels. Acts chapter 8, verse 3, records a pretty dramatic moment in the beginning of the church's life in, uh, as recorded in the book of Acts. It simply says, Saul began to destroy the church. This Saul, who would later become the Apostle Paul, he started out as the terrorist of the, the Christian first century, the, ter- the Christian church's terrorist. He began to destroy the church. Uh, and, and in fact, Luke gives us some detail. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. But uh, in the next chapter, chapter 9 of Acts, he's on his way to do the same way up in present-day Syria in the city of Damascus. And we're told in verse 3 of Acts 9, as he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him, and it would be Jesus appearing to him. And he fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Now, he doesn't say, why do you persecute my people? He doesn't say, why do you persecute my church? Jesus personalizes Paul's abuse of Christians and he says, you are committing that against me. Why are you persecuting me? Isn't that remarkable? God's love for his people is so great that any violation against them is a violation against him personally. Jesus personalizes what happens to us if we belong to him as if it happened to him. But it's not just wrong things that happen as in this case. Why are you persecuting me, Saul? Uh, but, but it's also the good things. Look, look what... Look what Jesus says in Matthew 25 in in that end time story of the sheep and the goats and God's judgment of the nations. Verse 40, the king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me. When you visited them in prison, when you fed them when they were hungry, when you clothed them when they were naked, Jesus has been saying, whenever you did that, For anyone who belongs to me, you have done that for me personally. How Jesus personalizes the way we treat one another. Sometimes it's easy just to take each other for granted. Sometimes in our anger, just to shoot our mouth off at them and give them a piece of our mind. Or or, or sometimes sometimes we do things good for people. We we help them financially. We slip them a check. We, We buy them groceries when they know they're isolated with COVID. And you know what? No one else will probably know except that person, except Jesus knows. And Jesus says, you did it for them. It felt like you were doing it for me personally. In fact, Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 10, the Hebrew writer says, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you've shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. Now, now, writing to these church leaders, God could have easily, the writer of Hebrews could have easily said, you know, God's not unjust. 
he won't forget your work as you have helped his people and continue to help them. No, he doesn't just say he won't forget your work. He said God won't forget something else. God won't forget the love you have shown him as you have helped his people. So what a lens to look at all the relationships in our lives. The way we treat one another, the way you talk to your spouse today, the way you engage with your children, the way you handle your coworkers at work, the, the way you address your employees today or your boss today. Jesus says, uh, when you do it to them, you're doing it to me. May the way we engage our relationships just help to, for Jesus to literally feel the love. May Jesus feel the love in the way you treat, especially those who belong to Jesus. Our Father, we thank you. We thank you that you so identify with us. You so love us that things done for us or things against us are, are things that you feel done for you or against you. And my God, thank you. Thank you you live with us, you walk with us. Thank you. We pray for every relationship in our lives, whether they know you or not. We pray that we will treat them like they were you. And we pray that you will give us grace to love like you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm.